As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. My goodness, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I am having technical difficulties, but we are now. We're now operating, and you can hear me now. I apologize. But I promise you, I will get this straight. So let me go back and let's pray again. Father, we invite you to come into this program. As, you, as we yield ourselves unto you, as we surrender our spirit, soul, and body to you, we remember, Father, that everything we do is all because of you. You're the way, the truth, and the light. And so we respect the fact that you would allow us into your awesome and glorious presence as we once again yield our spirit, our soul, and our body to you. Thank you, loving Father. Thank you for being who you are to us. Thank you for showing up in our life like nobody else can. Thank you for providing for us in the midst of everything that's come against us. Everything that we are, everything that we've been trying to do. But I thank you, Father, that you love us enough that you're patient with us, that you're giving us a chance to get it right. And Lord God, we want to do it right before you. We want to do what you call us to do in the glorious, matchless name of Jesus. We say amen. If you've been following us, either on Facebook, YouTube Live, or either here on 4More Radio, we've been working on this question. We've been working on this question, who is your leader, or whose leadership are you under? Because what I've understood as I keep looking uh, is that either you're under leadership or you're in a position of leadership. And then it's not uncommon for people who are in leadership or under leadership to study other great leaders. But for me, I found the greatest leader there ever was is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And so that's who I keep studying. And that's what I'm encouraging you to do, is to take the time to study him because he's got, he got some key things to help us know. Because so many people say, as I was reading earlier what Dr. Dr. Laurie was saying, that they're Christians. But they never look at the scriptures to see if they actually qualify as a Christian. Because I can go into a garage and, and shut the garage door and say, I'm a car, and I can do it for the next 20 years. But 20 years from now, even though I'm in a garage saying, I'm a car, I'm a car, and I may believe I'm a car, but in actuality, I'm not a car. But for me, to be who God's called me to be, I have to make a distinction. I had to make a decision. I had to decide that I want to study 
and know who God is in a greater way. I wanted to know who the greatest leader there ever was. And, you know, I'll go back to this. I talked about it yesterday in the last few Sundays. Is that in Mark 1 and 1, it says, In the beginning of the gospel is Jesus Christ. Now, a lot of people just say, well, okay, Jesus. Did you ever look up to see what his name means? In the Greek, it means Jehovah salvation. That means he is the person of God, the son of the living God, who offers us or gives us the ability to receive salvation. Now, let me tell you, salvation is very important because it gives you access to the creator of the universe. Now, if you don't believe that, we'll have to deal with those people later. But I want to talk to those that want to ensure or know that you're having a relationship with God because this is like no other thing, that, no other aspect that you can have unless you truly have a relationship with God. Because when you have one, you know he's not only in you, but you'll also know that he's needing you because you can depend on him. Because Jesus Christ, Jehovah, salvation. That means that when I accepted him, I'm born again. And, you know, I remember that um, he asked Jesus, he said, what do you mean born again? You want me to go back into my mother's womb? He says, no, there's two births that we can have. The natural birth that gives us an entitlement to be upon this earth. And then there's the spiritual birth. That's the one where you've accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And now you have been born again. You were born in the natural, but now your spirit has been transformed. Because see, this helps me so much. That's why I reference to it so much as 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. When God created man, he gave you three distinct parts, a spirit, a soul, and a body. And the spirit is your conscience. And you can't trust your conscience unless you're born again. But your, your conscience will go by what it is. It, it's the witness on the inside of you. And then you have a soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions. That's where your reasoning is. And the problem with reasoning is that it can change. I was going to wear brown today, but no, I think I'm going to wear green. I was going to wear green, but no, I want to wear yellow. You can keep changing because it reasons. That's what your mind does. It keeps reasoning. And in Romans 12, it says that you have to renew your mind. You have to renew it because if not, you're going to think the old way. And God wants you to be able to think the way he thinks. What a privilege it is to have the king, king of the universe, the creator of the universe, to want to give you the ability to think like him. And then he says, salvation, salvation, I'm born again. That means I have a relationship with God. And then I also, I'm in the kingdom of God. That means that I have access to God. And then he gives me that name that is above every name, Jesus. I love saying that name, don't you? He says, in the name of Jesus, I have the ability to connect with everything God has. So for me, I'm making a decision. I'm going to study Jesus because I like what he accomplished on this earth. I liked how God used him. I liked how God was in him, and I like how the supernatural things happen around him. So I want to be around some leadership. Now, now, now let me say this. Because when I look to his leadership, or when I look to imitate his leadership, or I look to people that are following his leadership, you will find three primary things in those individuals. The first thing you're going to find is the love of God. The second thing you're going to find is the wisdom of God. And the third thing you're going to find is the knowledge of God. Because everything God does, everything Jesus did 
was because of love. And we're talking about the real God kind of love, the agape love, the unselfish love, the love that's trying to find the best and do the best for each and every one of us. And then wisdom. Oh, my God. I want to operate in wisdom. That's the greatest gift that God can give us. The ability to operate in his wisdom. Why? Because his wisdom will secure your success. And then knowledge. Yes, you need to know things. Thank you, Father, for reminding me. Hey, there's four things. When you're watching or following good leadership, it's going to be love. It's going to be wisdom. It's going to be knowledge. And it's going to be understanding. Because when you learn how to follow the leadership of Jesus, when you study his leadership, you will find that is the most profound four entities that you will find when he's operating. Love first. Everything he does is because he loves. Everything he says is because he loves. Because I've seen leadership. I've witnessed leadership that doesn't do things out of love. Because one of the things I found to be true Money and power or leadership will expose your heart, what you really think or how, what you really are. And then it will expose whether or not you're really walking in love. It will expose whether or not you're operating in wisdom. It will expose whether or not you are being led. And that, that's another, he says in the Romans 8, says you can be led by the Spirit of God. That's what I want. What about you? Because I looked at this scripture uh, yesterday in the congregation in Romans chapter 1, verse 16. Profound scripture. It says, for I am not ashamed. I'm not ashamed to be known as a believer. I'm not ashamed to be known as a born-again, spirit-filled, God-fearing, God-loving, God-studying, born-again believer. Is that your truth? For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Why? For it is the power of God. You and I need the power of God. There's too much going on that we need some help. We didn't know what we we're going to experience. If, we got it, if, we, if we're fortunate, we'll finish this year out in a few days. But I know each and every one of you can tell me about a loved one, a friend, or some acquaintance you had that has either been attacked by the coronavirus or either has, has transitioned or died because of the virus. All of us have experienced this craziness. We need to know where we can go to get through this. Because if life wasn't good, God wouldn't have given it to you. And because he gave you life, he expects you to live it to the fullest. But you cannot live it to the fullest unless you connect with him. So, I'm appointing Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. I'm appointing him as my leader. I'm not going to be ashamed to tell you, I'm a follower of Christ. He tells us that in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 21. He says, Jesus is our example. He didn't tell us to follow man because men will fail you. We've seen it happen on numerous occasions. But he says, follow his steps. What were the steps of Jesus? Love, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Love, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. So if I'm going to be under good leadership or if I'm in a position of leadership, I got to operate in love, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Is that true? Because he says, and, and I'm saying it for me because I got to get this straight. I'm not ashamed to let people know I love the Lord. I'm not ashamed. It's like I see people wearing, you know, uh, if you don't know it, let me clear it up for you. I am a Saints fan, both spiritually and naturally. Y'all get that tomorrow. And so that means sometimes you see me wearing something or putting something on my vehicle or something around me, letting you know who I love, who I care about. So, if it's okay to celebrate a sports team, why not celebrate the one that gave you life? 
the one who gave his life for you by proclaiming and declaring he is my leader. He is the one that I'm studying because I want to live life the way he says I can. Because I start thinking about Big John. I love Big John. Chapter 14. He says wonderful words like this. He says, if I keep his commandments, that whatever I ask, it shows I love him. But whatever I ask in the name of Jesus, he'll give it to me. See, that's why I'm not ashamed. He says, for it is a power of God under salvation to everyone that believeth. Oh, my God. If there's anything you can say about Charles Edward Brown, I want you to say I'm a believer. That's the greatest compliment you can give me. That Father God knows me to be a believer. I believe and cherish and worship and honor his word. I am submitted to his word and I glorify him in every and all things that I do. Why? Because I appreciate him. He says, the Bible in basic English says that scripture like this. For I have no feelings of shame about the good news because it is the power of God. Now let me tell you. One of the times that you will find yourself ashamed of the gospel is because when you know you're operating out of the will of God. Been there. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Done that. When you, when you have led behavior that you know it is against the teaching of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, shame comes. Why? Because you know in your heart of hearts you're out his will. You're doing things that, are, that, that embarrasses him. But what I love about God, in salvation he promised us deliverance. Yes, he did. And so that means if there's anything that comes against my life or in my life that does not represent him, he gave me the power he gave me the authority. He gave me his word to deliver me from it. And I'm delivered from it now in the name of Jesus. You know, I know if you if you tied to nicotine, you think I'm picking on you. But look, I've been there, done that. I smoked for over 20 years. And then they start putting on the pack of those cigarettes, I'm going to kill you. And I didn't want to die. That's one thing about me. I don't want to die. I'm going to fight to live. What about you? And so I was able to stop smoking. Oh, it was very hard. Very, very hard. I chewed gum like it was going out of style, but I was able to stop smoking. But this is what I didn't conquer when I stopped. I still had the desire. I still wanted to smoke, even though I knew it was not good for my health. Even though it made me stink to high heaven. Even though, you know, I'm, I'm going to just tell y'all. If I had to pay $5 for a pack of cigarettes, y'all can have it. 
My first pack was 26 cents, 27 cents. And then I didn't have any better since I was in junior high. And I gave one to everybody that I knew. And when my mother found that pack of cigarettes, it was only three left in my little, my little gym bag. Oh my God, she went to beating on that door and threatened to put me in reform school. Thank God she never did. But that created, it created in me something that I was ashamed of because I realized I need to stop smoking. And, I, and, I, and, and so I made my decision. The Good News Translation says that verse like this. I have complete confidence. Is that you? In the gospel. It's God's power to save all who believe. I'm a believer. So it's there to save me. It's there to put me in a position of victory. How about you? That's why my days of cheating and lying, cussing and stealing, they're over. It doesn't mean I necessarily did any of those things. It's just that I don't have to be, I know and recognize I don't have to give in to those things. Why? Because God lives on the inside of me. I'm not ashamed. Because look what he says in message translation. It's news I'm most proud to proclaim. This extraordinary message of God's powerful plan to rescue. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. You rescued me. Thank you. You rescued me or rescued everyone who trusts in him. My dear fellows, you need to be rescued. You're having to deal with death all around you. I have to minister a funeral in the morning. You have people that either were close to you or a part of you or acquainted with you. You got people like that. You got to know how to go to God to get up and go on and not sit there and fall apart. Find your place in the word of God. Find your place in his strategic word to give you the strength to get up and go on. You have value. How do I know it? Because you're listening to the word of God. The word of God is open to them who will listen and follow his leadership. Is that you? I'm trying to find you in here. But he says, the message translation. It's news I'm most proud to proclaim. This extraordinary message of God's powerful plan to rescue everyone who trusts him. Is that you? Starting with the Jews and then right on to everyone else. That's why I serve a God of great and wonderful wealth. Because I always go back to the scripture too. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 5. This is how you know Jesus Christ is your leader. He says here, And the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God. Is that what God's doing for you? He's doing it for me. He says, He will direct your hearts into the love of God. That's the place I want to know. That's the kind of leadership I want to follow. That's the position I want to have myself in, that I'm following in the gracious and the mighty leadership of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He says, I'll give it to you a complete English version. May the Lord lead your hearts to express God's love and Christ's endurance. Because I want his word to resonate in my heart. I want his words to transform and change my thinking. I want his word to be activated, activated because he says in Isaiah, he says, my word shall not return unto me void, but it shall fulfill, or it shall, when it is spoken, it shall fulfill everything he said it would. So I always go by, that's why every night you hear me, you, uh, not every night, then most of the time when I'm talking, I keep going back to Deuteronomy 28 because he took 14 verses to transform the lives of the believer. He's telling us all we're entitled to 
if we would learn to listen to him, if we would learn to honor his word, I'm trying to find you in this, if we would learn to put him first and foremost, because he has certainly done great and mighty things in my life. What about you? But he says here in the complete English version, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 5, May the Lord lead your hearts to express God's love and Christ's endurance. You need endurance. And you need to go to the creator of endurance. You need to hook up with God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Because I know he's endured because he put up with us. He's done everything for us, and yet we still turn our backs on him. He's done everything for us. He's put his word out there, and we still refuse to believe it. He sent his only begotten son, and we still won't accept it. But he's, oh my goodness, I'm thankful that God is enduring is enduring. He's willing to wait on you. He's willing to wait on me. Because I remember this. Time simply means time to repair. Time to get it right with God. Because all of us have made mistakes and some of us are still making mistakes under the, under the sound of my voice. But God's giving you a chance. That to make Jesus your leader. Because see, I always go back to this. Let me, let me share this with you. Hebrews 12 and 1. Because this helped me. My father was killed when I was a year and a half. And my mother married a wonderful man. It was my stepfather. And he was, and after 10 years of marriage, he was gone. So I was mad at God because I didn't understand. But this scripture helped me. Hebrews chapter 12, you had it? Look at verse 1. He says, wherefore, seeing that we are also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, this is where your loved ones are that have received eternal life with God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They're in what they call the great cloud of witnesses, and they are there cheering us on. Because that's an encouragement because my mother went, be, went to be with the Lord this year. My mother-in-law went to be with the Lord this year. My father, my stepfather, my aunts and uncles, and, and so many people in my family have gone on. I think about uh, a church that my great-great-great-grandfather founded in 1868. Um that's where a lot of my mother's side of the family is buried. But those are great many witnesses. Can you imagine starting a church three years after that, um, being set free from slavery? That meant my grandfather had to have been a slave. And a lot of the congregants that started New Hope Baptist Church in Blastown, or in, I get it confused because it's really nothing but trees. They call it Baywood, they call it Pride, but it's New Hope Baptist Church. And the funny thing about it is many of the pastors have been descendants of my great-great-great-grandfather. Matter of fact, the current pastor now of New Hope Baptist Church is a descendant of my great-great-great-grandfather that founded that church in 1868. But he says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, so great a cloud of witnesses cheering us on. God wants you to know you got backup. Woo, glory to God. I like that. You have supernatural backup. Glory to God. When you have committed to putting Jesus Christ of Nazareth as your personal Lord and Savior, making him your leader, you don't get confused when you see leadership go off. You don't fall apart because that's what that's one of the things I've always taught the congregants that uh, I've had the privilege to minister to. You got to learn to follow God whether I stick with him or not because God gave us all the right to stay with him or to reject him. I was a backslidden Christian for over 20 years, one of the worst things you could ever do. But I'm here to tell you, you can get back. And I, what I love about him, he will take you back. He's not like the credit bureau. <laughs> they hold stuff on there, and then the stuff could be not real, and they won't take it off. 
He says, wherefore sin, we also are compassed, are compassed about. That's what his last name is, his compass. I said compass. About with a so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so which do it so easily beset us. Don't let sin, don't let sickness and disease, don't let the pandemic, the panorama, don't let foolishness in government, don't let any of that take you off. Let's run the race because you have placed Jesus Christ as your leader. So you can run the race. You can win the race that God has set before you. Can I get an amen? And let us run it with patience. The race that is set before us. Oh my God. Because he reminds me. When I received salvation in Galatians 5.22. I received patience. But it's just like any, any part of the, of the gifts. Or the fruit of the spirit. You got to turn it on. You got to cultivate it. You got to remind yourself. I have the spirit of patience. Why? Because God has promised me. And expect it in. Success, supernatural health, wealth, and guidance, all that's promised to the believer. And our part is we got to go to him and say, Lord, show me how to find that. And this is the part that we really worked on yesterday. Because it reminds me so much of what God has given us. Verse 2. Looking unto Jesus. He's my leader. You know, I had this example, and, you know, maybe you didn't think it was funny. But, you know, let's say you became, you were the best uh, chef at McDonald's. But then they hired you at Burger King. And all you talked about is, oh, at McDonald's, we did it this way. Oh, at McDonald's, we did it that way. And finally, the manager calls you and says, let me help you, son. You're no longer at McDonald's. You're at Burger King. We, McDonald's did it their way, but we're going to do it our way. And if you want to stay here, you need to learn to do it our way. And so what Jesus is telling us, you can have what he has for you, but you're going to have to learn how to do it his way. I know you thought you were successful without him. Let me tell you, your greatest success stories are yet to come. Because that's what he promised. Hebrews 12, verse 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author. I like that. You know that word in the Greek translates into chief leader. Jesus Christ is the chief leader. Is he your chief leader? That really blessed me <coughs> when I realized that I've taken the time to I want to get my thoughts together. I want to consult his word. I want to investigate his word to see if I'm saying, doing, and acting according to the will of God. Why? He's my leader. I'm under his leadership. I'm representing the kingdom of Almighty God. So that means that I have... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ...to take time to make sure and ensure that I'm spending time with him, that I'm letting him be my chief leader. Not my emotions, because oh my God, that's where you're, between your two ears, that's where your emotions are. Oh my goodness, your emotions will have you falling off. Somebody sneezed, you want to fall out. I think I got that Rona. No, I'm not going to let my emotions run me because they are fickle. They will change. They go by what it sees. They go by how it feels. I'm not going to let that rule me. I choose to let the word of God, Jesus Christ, to be my chief leader. That means his leadership I'm under. So he says I can get through, I'm going through. He says I'm healed, I receive it, I'm healed. He says I have his wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. All I have to do is ask, then I'm going to ask. If he says I have patience, then I'm not going to fight. I'm, I'm not going to fight against his word. I'm going to let the word marinate in me. Uh, I remember this restaurant that was here, and I wish they were back here. They had this chicken. I shouldn't be talking about food. I guess I'm a little hungry. They had this chicken that they would marinate. I think it was 12 different marinating spices or whatever it was. And oh my God, that chicken would just fall off the bone. Why? Because they didn't just throw it in the frying pan or throw it in the grease. They marinated. And marinating means that this is not a fast process. This is a slow process. I mean, I know I'm a preacher because I love fried chicken, but sometimes I got to have some marinated chicken. Y'all get that tomorrow. And so... When I marinate, when I, when I sit and patiently take my time to look to my leader, I can depend on him to give me answers. I can depend on him to give me divine direction. I can pen, depend on him putting me in a place of victory in every aspect of my life. That's what I want. Isn't that what you want for your life? I like being the head and not the tail. I like being above and not beneath. And he says, looking unto my leader, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the author, the chief leader and finisher. Oh, my God. See, the fact that you're still here, he's not finished with you yet. The fact that you have an opportunity to get it right with God means he's not finished with you. And he is, that word finisher means he's a perfecter, glory to God. He's the one that has perfection to place in our lives. I like what it says here in the dictionary about perfection. Perfection is a state or quality of being or becoming perfect. Now, in the Bible, when it says perfect, it's talking about maturity, being mature in the things of God. That's what God is wanting you to be, being mature in the things of God. Till when you remember, you are under the leadership of his, of his darling son, Jesus. Amen? The state and quality of being perfect, the highest degree of proficiency. Yes, Lord. Because when you come to me, I'm going to give you the word. You know, I, I, it, it tickles me when people will come and say, I want advice. So I'll give you some, but let me tell you, everything I'm going to tell you has got to be based on the word. And then not only based on the word, it's got to be prompted or anointed by the Holy Spirit. Why? Because the word never fails. It always comes through. So it cannot be returned void. And then he says, his love never fails. So that's why I'm going to always give you his word. He says, perfection. The state or quality of being or becoming perfect or mature. The highest degree of proficiency. 
Oh my God, I'm going to walk and talk just like my elder brother, Jesus Christ. Proficiency in your skills and excellence or in your relationship, your spiritual relationship with God. Because I hear people saying that I'm spiritual. Yeah, what kind of spiritual? <laughs> Whose spirit are you listening to? Do I ride by your building and I see somebody's palm up there? You going to come read my palm? I don't need my palm read. My future's been etched in the word of God. I don't need, to, I don't need you to come try and uh, tell me my horror or my scope. I don't even know why people want to bother with something that says horror and scope. It's not for me. That would turn me off to begin with. But I want to be who God called me to be. I want to live the way God called me to live. And listen, I, and I'm saying this, and what I believe God led me to this is because we have so many human leaders that we've been following, and they've been failing because they're human. I can fail. What do you mean? My wife talks about my driving. And, and, and the most challenging part is when she's right. Now, I know I got brakes on this vehicle, and I know you're supposed to be what? Um, I've forgotten the, the fraction. I think it's three times the speed limit behind, no, seven times the speed limit. So if they're going 10 miles an hour, you should be 70 feet behind the person in, for, in front of you or something like that. But sometimes I forget. And, and when I forget, and my wife is with me, and she raises her voice, I realize I made a mistake. So I'm trying to tell you I'm not perfect. But my, my, my Lord and Savior is. And he's the perfect leader. He's the one that we can always. Because remember, my leader, he says, he'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. He's not selfish. He, he's willing to do whatever it took to save me. What about you? Because I serve a, lead, I serve a leader that is so awesome, so gracious. And, you know, and I hear people, some, you know, saying, well, we shouldn't celebrate Easter because that was a pagan holiday, and we shouldn't celebrate Christmas because... That was enough. For me, I celebrate Jesus Christ's birth every day because he lives on the inside of me. And for me, I just think it's an opportunity for believers to outwardly share with non-believers. If you know the true meaning of Christmas, you got to meet them where they are. That's the way God is, God is with us. He meets us where we are. He doesn't speak above our head or our ability to comprehend or understand. He meets us where we are. And so if they're up there wanting to talk about Christmas, I say, well, let me ask you this. Do you know what the meaning of Christmas means? And then what happens is you have a door to share the truth. You know, because I know because some of say, well, I always say, I can't stand those figurines with the three wise men. Well, okay, everybody didn't read the Bible. Let's get them saved, because I always like what Dr. Bynum's father would say. You can't clean the fish until you catch it. I'm not going to go down and knock down your nativity scene because you had the three wise men, and they actually didn't get there until Jesus was a toddler, according to the scriptures. I know your, your heart's in the right place. Let's just get you involved with Christ. Let's let him be your leader. And when he's your leader, you're going to be led by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is going to reveal to you the things that you can fine-tune so you can know what is the truth about God. No, I understand. We're about truth. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But I'm not going to beat you up because you don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to try and win you. Because that's a significant thing what God wants us to, to do. He doesn't want us to make the law servant. He wants us to win the law. So that means I'm going to have to operate in his love first. 
because I'm not going to put you down because I know you don't believe. Then I got to operate in this wisdom, and that's what I pray. I pray it all the time. I say, Lord, give me a word that will reach the hearts and transform lives. Give me a word that will minister to the needs of people so that they will know and hear your truth. Give me a word, Lord God, that will, that will, that will just resonate in their spirit. And they'll just keep hearing it because I remember I had a coworker some years ago, and um, he had some he had some addiction issues, and I knew he couldn't take it if I just pull out the Bible and just told him straight word out the Bible. So what I would do is I would take the time and I would paraphrase it, or I say it in common English like a lot of times we break it down, so it could hit his heart and it would get past his head. Because his head or his body will reject the word. And i never forget these words he spoke to me. Because then I knew it was working. He says, don't tell me that. Because those words you tell me will stay in me all night long. Because his spirit was trying to lead him. And the words that I was able to say under the unction of God. They will hit him in his spirit. And it wasn't that to hinder him, it was to grow him up. It was to bless him, to lead him to God, just like me. I, I think about every time I see uh, Brother James Robinson on TV. He's a great, tremendous ministry on feeding the less fortunate all over the world. Tremendous ministry. But I remember I heard him in person at Bethany World Prayer Center. And I was a backslidden Christian. Knew I was. And, and I thought I was doing good because I went to hear him speak. And i never forget, while he was speaking, my leg was just dancing up and down. <laughs> but when he called that altar call to come up and give your life to the Lord, the way I said, that's as far as I want to go, Lord. I'm going to praise you from the pew. <laughs> well, no, I'm not ashamed. I'm not praising him from the pew. What about you? I'm going to. I'm, I'm profoundly proclaiming the goodness and the grace of God. Why? Because Jesus Christ, come on, say it with me. He's my leader. He's the one that I'm involved with. He's the one that I have a relationship with. He's the one that I go to in every waking moment. When I wake up, I say, praise the Lord. When I go to bed, I say, thank you, Jesus. Why? There's some that doesn't have a bed to sleep in. Some are looking for their next meal, but I'm directing them to my Lord and Savior because, you know, because I, I, I pray about it. I say, Lord, how can I help? What's my part? What can I do? You're the one that has the power and the authority to feed everybody because it's a shame. There's enough food for everybody to eat. There's enough buildings that everybody can have a place to sleep. But, Lord, how are we going to pull this off? What can we do? And the problem is we won't work together. So that's why I, I, I appeal to believers. Because believers are going to go by what the Word says. Believers are going to say, okay, if you can show me in the Word, show me I'm doing, I'm doing what is right or if I'm doing what is wrong. If I'm doing what is right, I'm going to keep doing it. If I'm doing what is wrong, I'm going to stop. Why? I'm a believer. I trust the Word of God. Is that you? Because I always go back to Judas. Y'all know Judas. Spent all that time with Jesus. Saw all those miracles. Saw all those things he was doing. But he had the wrong motive. And, and what happened? Judas Iscariot, he turned on Jesus. Is that you? It's not me. I'm not turning on. Well, I did it before, and I'll never do it again. Oh, no, 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 no. Lord, I'm not going to turn on you. Whatever you call me to do, wherever you call me to go, whatever you call me to be, I'm yours, Father. That's why we're doing this by faith. We're sowing a seed. I pray that it's reaching good ground. I pray that it's coming on to the hearts of men and women that are open and ready to receive the glory of God. I pray that you will put yourself in a position that God can do what he wants to do in your life. He has a way out. That's why he told us in John, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one coming to the Father but by me. He's telling you his word, his teaching, his leadership, 
can get you through, get you overcome through all this. In Romans 8, he says, not, I didn't just make you a conqueror. I made you more than a conqueror. Why? His word is greater than the coronavirus. His word is greater, greater than starvation, greater than government and government officials not doing what is right. Look, we got too much going on to be bickering about who's in office. God told us to pray for them that's in authority. They got to do, they're going to have to hear from God to do a good job. And so whether whoever's sitting in whatever office, my point is I'm praying for them that they'll bow their heads and open their hearts and surround themselves with people of God that can hear from them. This is too important. We don't need any more mismanagement. We don't need any more mistakes. We could have easily stopped this thing if we'd have quarantined immediately when we saw the severity and the power of this disease. But we missed it. So let's not keep making mistakes. Two wrongs don't make a right. So what am I saying? Let's make Jesus Christ our personal Lord and Savior. Let's let him be our leader. Let's let him guide us through all this mess. Because he wants to make us, he wants to make us survive. He wants us to be a witness for him. Is that you? Can God count on you to trust his leadership? Wow. <laughs> that's, that's a mouthful right there. Can God the Father, God the Son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, God the Holy Spirit, the Paracletus, the one that is with us, the one that is with us, in us, can he trust you to place him as your leader? Can he trust you to, to, for you to listen and do what he calls you to do? Because he promised you, he gave you his word. My favorite scripture in the Bible, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. I like to read it from the Amplified because um, I, I, I like the way he phrased it in the Amplified. 2 Corinthians chapter 2. Because I want to be who God wants me to be. I want to have what God wants me to have. And this is what he says, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. But thanks be to God, I'm thanking him ahead of time, who always leads us. Isn't that what we're talking about? Who's leading you? Who your leader? Is Jesus Christ your leader? He says, who always, not sometimes, but he says, always leads us in triumph. He's telling us, if I put my trust in him, if I become a student, a disciple of the word of God, of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, he promised to lead me in triumph in Christ. Why? Because he wants us to succeed in life. He wants us to be the best us that we can be or the best you that you can be. He wants you to be who he called you to be. But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us. See, he still wants to use us. He wants to use. He wants to use your testimony. Your testimony may have been little. I, I remember some years ago when I was sharing my testimony, all the wonderful things God had delivered me from. And I realized that one person wanted to hear it. They, they, I was with all professional people, medical professionals. One medical professional wanted to hear it. Another one was blowing it off. And I could tell it, but I, but I went on and shared what God had did for me. Because the other medical profession, we went to the same church together. Matter of fact, that person was my doctor for a period of time. But guess what I found out later, why he didn't want to hear my testimony? Because my medical doctor was hooked on drugs. But I thank God he got delivered and set free. 
But that's why he didn't want to hear my, hear my testimony because it brought about conviction upon him because he knew he wasn't right with God. But 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph. That's what I want to do. I want to lead a victorious, triumphant life. I want to win at this life. I want to live the best life that God has promised me. What about you? But he says, the triumph is in Christ, in Christ Jesus, in his word, in his leadership. And through us, this is for those of us who thanking God that he's leading us. This is for those of us who recognize every victory, every good and precious gift, it comes from the Lord. That every one of us that is leading a life of triumph in Christ and then through us, thank you, Father, he spreads and makes evidence everywhere the sweet, ooh, Lord, the sweet fragrance of the knowledge of him. Lord, it is something. It is something to know God the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit. It's something to know them and to know that they're living big on the inside of you. It's something to stir them up and recognize that they're living in you. And that they're leading you. And that they're fulfilling what they promised. 2 Corinthians 2. I'm sorry, 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9. He says, uh, let me read it. I don't want to quote it uh, from memory because sometimes memory can be off. I know I'm the only one that has memory problems. But 2 Corinthians chapter, I'm sorry, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. Because this helps me. It helps me. It helps me. I, I, and you need this help. Now. You need it now. <sighs> Things which the eye has not seen. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. Amplified version. But just as it is written in scripture... Things which the eye has not seen and the ear has not heard and which have not entered the heart of man. I don't know all God has for me, but I know he does. Because see, I, I, know how, I know how he operates. Jesus didn't go through all he went through or endured the cross just to be doing it. He did it so God could pour us. And each time we get in our presence with the Lord, he gets rewarded for it. Let me tell you, heaven rejoices when one gives their life to the Lord. Amplified version, verse 9. And which have not entered the heart of man, all that God has prepared for those who love him. Oh God, I love you. I love you with everything I have. Every part of me, the depths of my heart, I love you, Lord who hold him in affectionate reverence. God, I reverence you. See, he's here. How you know it? Because he's with me. How you know he's with you? Because I invited him. How did you invite him? I'm going to show you in just a moment. In him affectionate reverence, who obeyed him, who gratefully recognized the benefits, oh my goodness, that he has bestowed. God has bestowed benefits to us. And I don't know about you. I like benefits. What do you mean? Uh, salvation. Kingdom of God. Totally completely healed. Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. The love of God. Wealth and riches beyond measure. Deuteronomy 1 and 11 say we could be blessed a thousand times. My goodness, hallelujah. I'm feeling blessed already. Lord, I thank you. I'm blessed a thousand times better than I were this morning. Why? Because I'm spending time with him. And that's all we share. 
And that's all we want to do. We want you to know that this is available. He is available. He's not a this. He is available to you. Available for you to know him in a greater way. Available for you to walk in your deliverance. Because like many of us, oh my goodness, if it had not been for the Lord, I'm, I messed over my mother so many times, but God gave me time to make up for it. Oh, I'm thankful. And I tried all I could to be prepared for when the day she decided to transition. And I did all I thought I could, but it was still difficult. But I thank my God. Mm. He was so gracious to give me the strength to go through the transition of my mother, my first Thanksgiving without her, my first Christmas, in a few days, my first New Year's and her first birthday without her. But Lord, I thank you. See, he gave me the strength that I don't let the grief overtake me. Oh, I miss my mother. Yes, I do. I love my mother. But remember what I said earlier. She's a part of so great a cloud of witnesses. And the only thing she can do is what I do for the Lord. She can see me now representing the kingdom of God. And that's what God wants you to do. He wants you to have for you. Now, each program that we give, I like to just take a moment and lead you to a, to a special prayer. <coughs> Excuse me. And it's based on Romans chapter 10, verse 9. It's a simple prayer, but it means so much. So if you would take a moment and bow your heads and close your eyes, I'm going to lead you in a prayer. And this prayer is going to transform you on the inside if you're not born again. And if you're backslidden, it's going to restore you back to the kingdom of God. So say this with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I believe you were born to this earth. You suffered and died for me on Calvary. But on the third day, you rose from the grave and you're now seated at the right hand of the Father. And according to the word of God, that if I confess with my mouth Jesus Christ, is, Lord, is my Lord and Savior. According to the word of God, I am born again in Jesus' name. For glory to God. Now the second part of this prayer is significant because this is a prayer that you pay, pray daily because you're human. You're going to make mistakes and God made a way to erase your mistakes spiritually. It's based on 1 John 1 and 9. Say this with me. Father God, you promise me that if I ask you to forgive me of anything I've done against you, my fellow man, or even myself, you are faithful and just to forgive me. Father God, I ask your forgiveness, and I believe I receive your forgiveness now in Jesus' holy name. Well, praise the Lord. We thank God for each and every one of you especially those of you, if that was your first time saying that prayer, and now you've been restored back to the kingdom of God, we thank you for giving your life to the Lord. Now, the next most important step is say, Lord, lead me to a Bible-based, Bible-believing church, one that can teach me and show me the truth and the ways of God. That's the next most important thing you can do. Now, Remember, we're going to be here each Monday night at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're a Prevailing Faith broadcast. You can find us on YouTube at Prevailing Faith Ministries. You can find us on um, Facebook at Prevailing Faith. Uh, Prevailing Faith, I'm sorry, it slipped my mind. Got to thinking right quick. But you can find us on all, on pretty much all social media, Instagram, all of it. We're just trying to get the word out. Because I thank God, I counted a privilege 
that God has afforded us and given us the opportunity to reach people on so many different levels. Because it's all about getting the gospel out. That's what we're about. What about you? Well, God bless you. We thank you for being a part of this program. We'll be back Monday at 7.30 p.m. We wish you a very happy and a joyous new year. God bless you. We'll see you then. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.